little behind the scenes action for you. What we do is we set up the microphones, we set up everything, and then Kevin and I talk about football for like an hour. And <laughs> yeah. we cut all of that. And then we wind up saying something remotely funny or interesting. And then Kevin will slice that, put it at the top of the show. And then we intro the show. And then what we're going to do today is I'm going to banter with Kevin just like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to do the dial line ad. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to intro you. Ben. Yeah, what up, Alex? And Super Bowl week. I know, I'm excited. You made uh, the decision. Yeah, I'm going back to Cincinnati for You're it. You're going to go to Cincinnati. I think it's the right decision. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, didn't, we talked about this off pod, kind of. You had a couple of uh, options, a couple of thoughts, permeating the brain, where to go, where to watch the game, what to do. Yeah, I mean, if I, I can't go to the Super Bowl because I don't have $5,000 on me for tickets, um, which is sad. Because, you know, I would love to go. I would do sick and twisted things to make it there. But yeah, um, that's Kevin's new line not in the cards. this week. I would do sick and twisted things to go to the Super Bowl. I would do fucked up things to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like for real. Like I, I, I don't like I it, do appreciate you, know. you putting that out into the ether and just kind of. Yeah. You know, if yeah. anyone has any offers for tickets and yeah, they want me to do something fucked up. I'm sick and twisted. I'll, I'll do just about anything, if not anything. So. Well, well, the offer's out there to the listeners. Whatever it takes to go to the Super Bowl. You heard him here first. Um, so one thing I, I love that you did, Kevin, is that um, you've kind of made a very, you've, you've made a, a decision to go to Cincinnati, which I think is the right one, because it's your hometown. It's, you know, you could be at the game, but I think being with the Bengal fandom in a bar or wherever the hell you are, yeah, I think is the right decision just because yeah. it feels like that's where you should be. Yeah, you know, win or lose, it'll be uh, yes, you know, be with the people that be with the real fans. Exactly, the real ones. But you made a very interesting decision for the morning after. So you 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 booked an eight a.m. flight back to New York City. Yeah, because I'm gonna make a game time decision on depending on the results and yes, you know, I'll probably be out pretty late regardless of the results. I would I would guess yes, one so. would one would gather if we've, it goes if it goes my way yeah um i'm totally missing that flight we've convinced you uh, myself and ashley to take the day off on monday oh yeah i mean because, but i think we still probably have to do a podcast oh that's right if so so if they lose you'll be i'll just be quiet probably you'll, but you'll be on the 8 a.m flight hard to say you think you'll be there well, like, i don't know well, you, you'll, you'll want to just like get out of the scene though and just like the, get the, home maybe i don't know the, okay. my plans are still up in the air and if they win, you said you might never come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll come back. I'll come back. But you would probably want to be there for the parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you well, know. we're we're just focused. I'm focused on the first quarter. The first. I'm, fo- I'm focused on winning the winning the, the first. You You're focused on winning the first half. I'm focused on winning the coin flip. I got I got big <laughs> money on the coin flip. <laughs> Kevin is uh is is pro sports gambling. Um, he's really kind of. Uh, He's uh he's he's he's, know, he's risking it, it all. It's my new vice, but well, listen, I'm I'm doing it responsibly. Yes, for those people at home, if you are into sports gambling, which this is has nothing to do with our podcast, uh, do it responsibly. They should sponsor us, though. I mean, they should. But you know who does sponsor us? Who the good people at the Die Line? Wow, you know the Die Line, Kevin, is the number one global package design community and showcase of package design inspiration. They cover incredible industry news, sustainable podcasting. 
Let me do that again. Sustainable podcast? <laughs> you ever heard of sustainable podcasting? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's fucking going to be huge. They cover industry news, sustainable packaging news, design trends, and a whole lot more. Each week, we get a portion of our stories from the die line. So if you want to see what we're talking about in your eyes, go over to thedyeline.com, read the stories, read the stories that we don't talk about. Some of the things that they share are just purely visual, like package design yeah. awesomeness. And we decide to not talk about those stories just because there isn't really much to say other than those things look great. Yeah. And so there were a lot of stories this week that we that we thought about uh, sort of talking about today, but they're just good looking stuff. So what would we say? Those things look great. Nice. Nice job. Um, so the die line is, uh, you know, they, they, we bring the hot takes, they bring the stories and the, uh, information. Uh, also the dial awards is still open for submissions. So if you got a killer packaging project in, uh, and you want a giant D, um, uh, the time is running low. I checked it out late registration, which is, um, the, not the last call, which comes after that, but the price goes up if, as you procrastinate. So Late registration ends on the 15th of February. So that's this week. Okay. And then the last, last call actually goes from the 16th to 23rd. So not a ton of time there. So the 23rd of February? Yeah, February. Oh, you, so yeah, you better start working on those apps. Yeah. And you have to pay $50 more if you get that, you know, sort of if, after the 15th. So the price is going up. Submit your stuff today and uh, win a chance to uh, get the, the greatest trophy in all of sports and graphic design. Yeah. The Golden D. Um, shout out to Dialine. We appreciate everything uh, that they do in the support of the show. And uh, we have uh, some a special one today. Oh, yeah. A big one today. One that we've been talking about planning for for months, really. Um, and that's because last week we talked football. We talked Super Bowl. And we're going to talk about Super Bowl stuff again. Yeah, we're not done. We're not done because the big game is coming and we're going to break down all the advertising and all the things that brands do. And um, that will probably be a ton of shenanigans, and mm-hmm. including the game. Obviously, Kevin is, is, is very um, yes. invested in. Um, but today's our Valentine's Day special. We're talking about love and brands. And so Valentine's Day is kind of uh, crept up on us a little bit. It's a day after the Super Bowl this year, mm-hmm. which is uh, a little sneaky. But Kevin, you got your your gift already? No, no. Well, there's still a little bit of time. I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. I'm gonna be honest. Really? Yeah. No. Or I'll just usually do a nice dinner. That's you know? that seems like celebrating Valentine's Day. No. No, just like a little bit, you know. A little bit. We don't go over the top. Well, so uh, because it is Valentine's Day, we decided to bring on a guest. Actually, the guest requested. She's a she's a longtime listener of the program. And she close friend of the pod. She reached out to us and said, I would like to come on the show. I want to talk about what brands do for Valentine's Day. When do you think this was, Jackie? When do you think you reached out? Or when do you think you brought up this idea? Which is a great idea. This is when you first formalized the pod. Yes. So we're talking about six months ago. So today is the very special day because we have a special guest in the building. She's giving me notes. Jackie. The Jezu Center is the founder and CEO of DJ Zoo, which is a female-focused design and innovation company. Her first product launch, flagship brand, and the team's current focus is Shower Cap, a fashion-forward reinvention of the shower cap that has been optimized for both form and function. You may have seen it on Instagram. You may have seen it at retailers 
all around the globe. You may have seen it on Easter Ray, on HBO's Insecure. You may have seen them in your goddamn bathroom. And that's because she, this woman, she's a boss. She's a queen. She's the first lady of center. My better half, my wife, Jacqueline, the Jesu Center. Welcome to Front and Center. Nope. <laughs> I'm still fucking up with these uh, sound pads. I need, on, to, Kevin. I need to have these... You had one job. I'm, I need to have these written down. Yeah, we need to set up the soundboard. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Welcome. Welcome. I know I was, I know I was just one on a long list of people clamoring to be on the pod. We oh, do yeah. have people asking us to come onto the podcast, and there are people that we want to have on the podcast. There's people we are going to have on the podcast. Yeah, we're going to have them on, but we, <laughs> we're kind of... Uh, uh, we're working on the setup. Yeah, we're we're working out the kinks and the uh, the, the flow. Uh, look at this thing. We have microphones and cameras and it's very legit. Shit everywhere. Um, but I think so. I'm glad that you're here because a we have lots of amazing things to talk about, and then also because this is a bit of a a test run for the three uh, the three man slash woman weave of the, the show. Three person weave. The three person weave. Thank you, Kevin. Um, how are you? I'm good. Are you excited? It's a Monday. This has been this is yeah, this has been long on the uh, the docket. Yeah, and I think it makes complete sense for us. I think it's so cute when other people do it. Well, I think it's 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 great because not only are you founder and inventor and entrepreneur, businesswoman, but also you were a creative director. Yeah. You worked before uh you before you were a shower cap empire uh queen. Yeah. boss um, you were just a, a regular creative director working in advertising agencies, BBDO, Saatchi and Saatchi, a huge bunch of other ones. Do you want to talk a little bit about your time in advertising or no, not so much? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was an art director. I actually met Alex in college. Mm. Very adorable story. Are we going to tell that story? I don't know if we, uh, we have, have the time to, what, to go through. What other the... places there besides this? I guess it so, is the Valentine's Day You guys, special. he used to save me seats in the computer lab. How wow. cute is that? It all goes back to If that's design. not a graphic design love story, I don't know what it is. But anyway. Kevin, did I ever tell you this? That like um, I had. I had I Iconic. I had no game really at all in, in college or really ever. And, but the only thing. I didn't even know he liked me. The only thing I do know how to do is, is Photoshop. So I. When Jackie was in the lab, like in the computer lab at our uh, college university, I was like, hey, can I teach you how to do something? And I put my hand on her mouse hand, Whoa. you know, and uh, kind of guided her to the hue saturation at the top. He's taking dramatic liberties. Yes. It wasn't He's that. also leaving out the fact that he pretended that there was just an open seat next to him for like two semesters on end. <laughs> Listen, took two semesters. Wow! Play to your strengths, guys. Um, it and, took and gals, two years. Listen, if you if you have a skill, it's not like a you know I could I could have taught you how to golf, but I don't know how to golf. So, right. Like so, if you if you were great at basketball and I was passing by the basketball court, I'd be like, hey, let's shoot around. Yeah. You know, try to impress you. I've got this whole court open next to me. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so this is my version of that. Um, it is so, a love episode, so we might as well it, talk no, about it. No, exactly. And I it's agree. very relevant. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I graduated from that program and I was I started my career as a junior designer, kind of rose the ranks, but I always knew I wanted to be in advertising. Um, and that's how Alex and I kind of always had our lanes was that I was advertising art direction, mm -hmm. creative director path, and he was in-house brand, brand, brand. 
And I think it allowed us like in our relationship, but also just in our lives to be able to have our own thing, even though we mm. were doing something so similar. I have a lot of friends that are coupled up that are copywriters and art director partners. I don't know how that would work, Whoa. but are also like mm. at InDesign creative directors at different studios. I don't know how that would work. Sure. So like over our 15 year relationship, this has been one of the ways that I think that we've really been able to like do our own thing. You know, now you're a founder, I'm a founder, but I have my own brand. You have your own studio. In, like, a, in a way, right. I used you, I was always Mr. Brand, like Coca-Cola, vitamin water, like, in-house brand guy and you were always agency gal mm -hmm. like agency gal agency gal <laughs> agency like gal. working you know on pitches and working on you know sort of campaign stuff yeah and then re-exporting a deck for a typo and then re-exporting a deck for another typo and then kevin said it much more glamorously he said mad woman Bad woman. Yeah. Donna Draper. Donna Draper. Chic. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Donna Draper is Donna great. Draper. Um, exactly. And then you became a founder, launched Shower Cup, and, you know, success, millions of dollars, you know, all the glory. Raining money. Yes. And then became brand woman. And then I left Coke, and now I'm agency guy. Yeah, we so, flipped. So I'm now the Donna Draper. So I guess all this to say is that you are uniquely positioned to talk about what brands and advertising agencies do for Valentine's Day. It's quite yeah, the niche. I've been on I've been on many of many a brief yes. where Valentine's Day was coming and when that, do you was, get, that was the brief. When would you get a Valentine's Day brief? Like at what point? Like how long do you have on it? It depends how buttoned up the client is, but typically six months to a year out you get briefed. But a lot of these types of like ad hoc things are like they found, you know, money in the quarterly budget and Valentine's Day is coming up. So then they'll brief it in. Yeah. So like, oh, we need this in like a week. Yeah, exactly. It's nice. like my my experience with like holiday oriented stuff, unless it's Christmas, mm -hmm. is very much like. Oh, shit. It's you got here. a week like meetings tomorrow. We're putting you on this. <laughs> and then like you have two days. To so that's why there's so many good ideas. <laughs> exactly. I feel like honestly, like maybe I'm just jaded, but I do think that they got worse. Well, I mean, it's always like easy the standard to has look. Worse. I mean, people are pumping out creative things, and I think Kevin and I, not to get too heady or to get too sort of macro here, it's like every brand seems to want to be a part of the conversation every month or in some capacity to stay relevant, to do something new. Budweiser seems to have something that we talk about almost weekly. I know. New and flavors. New flavors, new seltzers, new this, new that, commercials. And so I think the churn rate of ideas, because I think back in, you know, five, ten years ago, like a campaign would run for a couple months even. Yeah. And now the window of how long campaign launches and then runs and then is over and is replaced by something new is 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 cut down significantly. Yeah, you probably get like five days max. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, and that viral buzz, same trend. And you I know, like when something yeah. does hit, it used to last like a month, two mm -hmm. months. You could squeeze it out with a third month on long tail press. Yeah, and now it's like what <laughs> a minute, two Th minutes, thirty seconds. Yeah, a day, if yeah. that. If and that's if it does hit. You yeah. know, which is like so hard to even get anything to hit right now. Yeah, for sure. Well, because there's so much competing. And I think we were talking a little bit about the Super Bowl. And now that Super Bowl and Valentine's Day are days, they're they're connected. Yeah, we literally is... had to time our reservations 
so that <laughs> we wouldn't feel gross from Super Bowl food. Well, that's that makes thing. total sense, right? Yeah, like I don't want to wear a dress on Monday and like yeah, yeah, I want to eat. Where are you I guys want to going? Eat wings. Italian restaurants. Yeah, are we? I don't know. Just somewhere Italian. That's all I know. This, the listeners are going to love this. Alex and Jackie plan their Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah, um, I feel, the keep pod. the keep the planning off the air. Keep the planning to the to. But I'm we'll just go. saying, people are very invested in our relationship. Maybe it's just a girl thing, but I get a lot of people in my DMs that want to know more. But Kevin's right. Like, at Valentine's Day is sort of a made up holiday to a certain extent, and I think we will celebrate it. We Female will celebrate our love. Okay, it's a nice holiday. And we enjoy it, and we will use it as an excuse to go to dinner and get a, get each other maybe something, a little something. Can speaking of, can you want to give the people at home a ten second pitch on why they should buy themselves or their partners a shower cap for the holiday? Ten seconds. Yep. Okay, someone has to count me down, hold me accountable. But, yep. um, you know, you don't wash your hair every day if you're dating a person. They also most likely don't wash their hair every day. Previously, the category was stagnant, but also avoided. Women or people needed shower caps, but they didn't even want to use them. Um, That's my origin story. I wanted something that fit into my adult life, and I couldn't find it, so I made it. Um, But it really is a game changer. You know, Allure will tell you, Vogue will tell you. Customers all over the world on the internet will tell you, but it's a patented reinvention of what waterproof head coverings should be using all of the advancements and technology. Um, But most importantly, I think to probably your listeners, like we built a brand where there wasn't a brand before. So this behavior that used to be stigmatized now, you know, our people want to participate in, and that's because we've how we've repositioned it effectively. Like, the product works harder, works better, looks better. But from a brand perspective, it's a brand you actually want to hang out with. Boom. Facts. Boom. Yeah. I mean, it's a product that people You're out love. like a minute. Yeah. No. I mean, Which it's, is pretty good. That's, sorry. It's, it's all, free airtime. What do you want me to it's do? All, that's, I mean, I would say that's a minute is pretty close to 10 seconds on the, <laughs> on the scale of pitching goes. So. No. And that's, that's, that's pretty that's, that's pretty solid. Um, yeah. No. Tight. It was a tight. I mean, I will say tight this. tight 60. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, know, I know you uh, quite well. And uh, in fact- uh, you're my wife. Um. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> so, say I, it. Do, I know, I know do the our, voice. I know our guest pretty do well. Do the voice. Uh, she's uh, my wife. Um, <laughs> and I will say, I have always, always believed and was excited about what Shower Cup could do before it ever launched. And I think since then, um, the amount of people in my life, the amount of people, strangers that we have met, the amount of people that say Shower Cap um, is the best product they ever purchased or it's the it changed my life. Or uh, I remember someone told me that they bought it for their mom and they said, her mom, quote, said, like, I've never liked a single gift that you've ever bought me, but this <laughs> but this one actually is the one. Like, wow. And they she admitted to it because she liked her shower cap so much. So Facts. if you want wow. to do that uh, for your mom or for your anyone. For anyone. Really in your life. Get a shower cap. It's a great gift. And it's I- a really great Galentine's Day gift. Yeah. It's a really good, like, dude What's who Galentine's has, Day? It's, like, when single girls go out in rage. Okay. Because they're not dating or they are dating, but they don't really care about the person. So then all the girls meet up. It's basically, like, femme-powered. It's like a girl's night, but okay. it's Valentine's Day. And you celebrate it on Valentine's Day. 
So you don't feel so lonely. I don't know. I mean, that so rules. you can celebrate your girls. Yeah, no, that's a great ex- explanation. Yeah. What about Valentine's Day? For the boys? For yeah. the boys. <laughs> For the boys, yeah. I think you could do that too. <laughs> that's a great idea, Kevin. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to get a cute. You all just that. like, just like, no, meet we do up the and same thing. We meet d- up and cry. No, we, d- we just go out and rage. Oh, you just rage. Yeah. Yeah. Are you Mac? Do you Mac? Well, I mean, I feel like Valentine's Day. What does that mean? Oh my God, I'm so old. Mac? Mac on women? Wait, this is funny because it's the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, Mac on women. Like I mean, Ma- probably theoretically, you would probably right. The gallon Galentines and Valentines would hopefully meet. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hope they they do their things and then they'd meet at one location and then it'd be like a yeah a a rage fest. You gotta exactly. imagine that Valentine's Day. All the babies. All yeah. the babies get made. It's it's hopefully be, hopefully not. It's got to be a great <laughs> night for singles, right? Like if you're going out and oh it's yeah, like, you definitely get laid on Valentine's. Yeah, Day. you're like it's you know people are looking for Ev- love. It's like New Year's. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to trying to get laid. Well, this year it's a Monday after a Super Bowl, so not exactly the best day. But I do think um, to our earlier conversation, we have so many t- like stories. Like we had maybe ten different things that we were considering to talk about today. So let's we're and gonna, it's just the tip of the iceberg. I feel like this next week we'll probably see a yeah, ton of yeah a ton of other shit come out. Well, yeah, this is just the stuff that's getting press right now, right? Yeah, no, I mean, there's but there's plenty of stuff, and again, it's even a Super Bowl week, so it's kind of a little bit lost in the shuffle, I think. But um, no, there's there's so much stuff that yeah, let's doing. get into it. So the first story is the Dylan story of the week. Pa pow. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Kevin. Your your uh, soundboard, uh, you know, sort of skills are they need they need some work. I need a, I need a note or something. Yeah, um, and it comes from the. Brand. I think your soundboard skills are perfect. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, Jackie is the biggest Kevin fan. I will say that she um, every time she listens <laughs> to the one. podcast and since day one, day one yeah. yeah, honestly, day one, yeah, it's true. She's been a supporter, a fan, um, just 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 like you're a, hard not to love. Yeah, it's true. I mean, everyone thank loves you. Kevin. Um, but let's, let's, you know, let's save it guys. Come on. Um, don't get jealous. <laughs> uh, Lush does it again, um, with sustainable Valentine's Day collection. Uh, Lush is a beauty skincare brand. Jack, um, you know, back me up here. Uh, um, and so basically here's the story. They're known for their sustainable products. Generally um, they have like shampoo and bath bombs and all of the products uh, in their lineup do not sort of require excess plastic packaging. I think they've done the most innovation in terms of trying to get to products that have no packaging or any plastic whatsoever in them. I remember, Jackie, you and I went to a store once and I had to walk out because the, fl- the, the smells and were so intense and like I just like overwhelmed my brain and I had to like step <laughs> inside. I got lightheaded. They were one of the first mass retailers that had a scalable like package free solution. Are their products good? That's really where the crud comes from. Like do do people like their products? Love. Called obsessed. Tight. People are really? called obsessed. Are yeah. they good, good products? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. And their brand is kind of known as sort of like it's not luxury. It's not no it's, cheap products either, right? It's attainable quality. Okay. I guess no, you'd that makes call sense. it. But it's also the category. Like a lot of the things that they sell just tend to fall in kind of the budget of what mm-hmm. you'd be able to pick up if you were, you know, a teenager with an allowance. Got it. Hmm. So 
Um, Lush is doing something for Valentine's Day that is like sort of very much in the tradition of what they do. They have a specifically designed um, package for holiday that has eight products, um, including the uh, beloved eggplant and peach shaped emoji bath bombs. Iconic. Nice. So nice. essentially, each one of the products is essentially a, uh, a sexual metaphor. They got Kim the carrot. They got a strawberry-scented heart shower jelly and a cherry-scented lip mask and scrub appropriately in the shape of puckered lips. I said appropriately really weird there. Um, and so they also have something called the self-love self-love club set. A little bit of a mouth, uh, you know, a little bit of a tongue tingler there. Um, it's made up of different colorful bath bombs, and it's all 100% recycled uh, stuff. They have another set called Get That Fruity Feeling, which has fruit-themed products and something called Lots of Love, which has bath time products and all sustainably sourced, recycled, and recyclable materials. So I think this isn't, I would say, the most groundbreaking idea, but I do think it's a pretty cool... Don't they do this every year? Yeah, that's kind of my one sort of thing. It's like, where the fuck did this lobster come from, too? Yeah, what's the lobster about? Yeah, I mean, you guys are looking at me like I have the answers, but like, or that's a question to the we're throwing that out to the to yeah. the world. So yeah, their bath bombs are. Uh, Is there glitter in that eggplant? They're in the shape of uh, eggplant. Ooh, those are like legs. Yeah, that's the carrot. No, I know, but they like went. They actually went kind of overt with it. It's not just a carrot. Like that talk, looks like talking in the mic. That looks like lady legs. Got it. So a carrot sometimes when it's like two carrots that are like sort of. Connected together. Yeah, like they intentionally wanted it to look cheeky. It's not just the emoji match. Got it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so they got a bunch of other things I here. don't understand the tide of the lobster. I have to know. Yeah, I mean, um, someone at uh, Lush, please reach out to us because- Everyone knows that lobsters are- Love trip. Sexual. Mm-hmm. There's the, these sustainable biodegradable products and packaging all look beautiful. Mm. They make a lot of sense. But I don't really understand, yeah, the lobster. Yeah, uh, if somebody from Lush could reach out and explain that to us, that'd be great. Yeah, I have a contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jack, in terms of your, you know, sort of, uh, you know, kind of uh, your scale of whether this is something that you think is, uh, you know, cool, something that you were into, something that you would check out, or not, not so much. I'm a huge fan of brands that know who they are, and I feel like Lush does a really good job of that. It's like. Just by the nature of their business, they need something seasonal, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Is it my taste? No, I'm more of a violet gray, net a porte beauty shopper. Yep. Um, Blue Mercury, et cetera. Yep. Not just name dropping my retailers, but you can buy shower cup there. Um, the The thing for me here is like, I think a lot of other brands wouldn't be able to pull off this level of camp, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, the eggplant's a little on the nose, right? Like, what the fuck is the lobster? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But on the nose for, for what? them, it's like, just obvious. It's just obviously obvious sexual. Obviously, a tie to the emojis that are used for sexting. What's the what's that one mean? The eggplant. Yeah, you just want me to say it. It means no, a I penis. It's an erect penis. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't emoji. see that at all. <laughs> you're just fucking with me. I knew you're gonna fuck with me. I I just don't see it. <laughs> So the peach is a butt. 
The peach is a, a booty. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, wow. the peach is the booty. The carrot in this instance seems to look like lady legs, but that's not the emoji. And then the eggplant is, you know, I think for a lot of other brands, mm-hmm. it would it might feel crass or too obvious and then therefore lame. But I think out of all brands, they get the right to do it. Because it's kind of in their like brand DNA to do kind of like playful, generally sort of weird shaped things. Puns and, also, and names. Huh. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Because actually before you said that, I was kind of like, oh, this kind of sucks. I don't really think this is that cool. But then you brought up a good point and I don't know shit about anything. So um, <laughs> you made a good point about how it's like good, like on brand and like, you know, yes. them being attainable luxury or whatever you said. Like, yeah. Makes makes a lot of sense, and you know, good for them with this. It fits um, their brand. I don't know what. Just please, somebody explain the lobster to me. Can I say one thing? Um, so, Kevin, you did bring up a good point that this felt like something that had been done before, and, and it was done by them last two years ago. So it's just uh, so they're bringing it back. Launch, and then it I probably gotta, it probably hit. It probably worked well, yeah. and probably got them press. And, I mean, they probably moved so many of those eggplant bath bombs. Can I tell you one thing? It looks like they've made the eggplant even more phallic than like a traditional eggplant even looks like. Like that eggplant. I think that's the old one. No, but I'm just saying like that eggplant. I think they're they're taking some liberties with eggplants and saying, how do we shape this eggplant? I just don't see it. <laughs> Into a very phallic object. It almost looks more like a penis than it looks like an eggplant. There's no way. vein. I know, but like not all penises have a veins. Oh, we've gotten so far south. So well, all of them have them. They're just not all like yeah. bulging. They're just not, just not all throbbing and, yeah. and uh, sort of pronounced, I guess. Um, we've done it. We've really, we've, uh, we've, we've gotten there so Well, quickly. those are my takes on Lush. Yeah, I think it's, again, to your point, Jack, like it's a brand that knows itself. It's exactly online for them. It's sustainable because like it'd be more of a story if it wasn't sustainable. And the eggplant and peach emoji things could be done cheesy or it's obvious, but like for them, it, it fits like a glove. Their, their stores are the ones where you just go in, they have like everything just like there. Sitting. You just get like a, ba- a, a brown bag. Yeah. Like, nice. well, black, yeah, I guess. Or whatever the bag, yeah. But, like, they have all of, all the stores are, like, laid out slightly differently. But, yeah, that's the one. It's, like, nice. long bars of soap, and then they cut it for you, you know, and they wrap it up while you're there. Oh, and it's, it's also one of their – now I sound like I'm selling lunch, but, like, they're known for, like, their ingredient stories. Oh, okay. Well, so, like, what's actually in the bath bombs, the scents they use, like yep. – they're kind of industry leader. They made bath bombs a thing. Yeah, good for them. Shout yeah. out to them. I once saw their like creative director do a talk, and they talked about sort of the innovation and the process to create sustainable and non-plastic packaging. And their research and development on that side of what they do is more than they do on the products. Like they're working on ten, five, you know, year projects to create yeah. packaging solutions. And then they they allow other companies to use them. They don't just like keep them for themselves. So oh, that's great. Shout out to Lush. Shout out to Lush. Yeah, that's they're good actually shit. doing like legitimate good name good too. stuff yeah. in sustainability, and they're kind of an institution. They've been around for a while. Yeah, um, long time. Speaking of, there is a. This is my favorite story. Of the whole uh, <laughs> the, the whole uh, podcast. I'm calling my shot right now, which is um, the Bronx Zoo has a program that I just found out about, and they've been doing it for ten years. So they started doing this in 2011, and for Valentine's Day, you can uh, name a cockroach. And so they uh, essentially, they 
this is a quote from them. Naming a roach is a Valentine's tradition for us. Roses and chocolates come and go, but roaches last an eternity, just like our love. That's sweet. Isn't that good copywriting? That's great. Yeah. Um, so for $15, you can name a roach, a cockroach, um, for your loved one. Yeah, but you you can't just Sounds stop like at the some... name. You got to get the certificate. You got to mm-hmm. you got to get, get the works. You know, you yeah. get the hat, you get the socks, you get the name. Yep. It's I, just... I think you get like a FaceTime or something with the roach. <laughs> it sounds like something you do for your enemy. So, like, what's enemy's day? That's that's well, I mean, Jackie. Yeah. Roaches last forever, and the love lasts forever. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So for seventy five dollars, the most disgusting thing that can happen in New York City. You get a roach beanie, a roach. I think that's rats and, and printed certificates. You know, rats roaches over roaches. Name. Rats are worse than roaches. Really? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So I'd rather have roaches in my house than roaches. Yeah. Um. So you don't always have the right words, but you can still give them goosebumps. Name a roach for the, your Valentine because roaches are forever. This is beautiful. This, this is rules. Be- this, this is a beautiful um, concept, um, and I, I I wonder do they just they just have? It's a gift to remember, says uh, the Bronx Zoo. Um, no. I, it's a hissing no. cockroach too. No, it's a no, hissing no, no, one. No. Oh, a what, ver- would, you, what a ver- would you do if Alex showed up and this is all he had on Valentine's Day? It's the works package for you. <laughs> I honestly think we'd have to have a conversation. I'm not big on gifts, but I am big on the meaning of gifts and. Naming a like universally hated creature after someone that you're supposed to be like complimenting and making feel good mm. just like fundamentally doesn't make sense to me. I know, but it lasts forever. Yeah, with the love. get it? It's, it doesn't die. Yeah, yeah. no, I, cockroaches are forever. You guys, I fully it'll get survive it. a nuclear war. Yeah, exactly. I was ready to respond to this as if it wasn't the eleventh year. Like, how many years has this been running? This is the tenth. Uh, this is no, this is the eleventh year. Yeah. yeah. Eleventh yeah. year. I mean, that blows my hot take. My take was that this is like the opposite of what we were just talking about with Lush, which is like it, this feels like they're just trying, trying to get hard. into the news cycle mm-hmm. by any means. Absolutely necessary. not. No, this but is this institution. Is, this is great. This is. I mean, I Kevin, you were. I thought you were kidding about a Zoom, but you weren't. You were just uh, informing me about a Valentine's virtual encounter where you can sit back and relax <laughs> with your special someone for a delightful Valentine's virtual encounter. I think they have that trademark with a Madagascar hissing cockroach and a surprise special guest. Chat live with that expert no. about caring for these unique and endearing creatures for thirty-five dollars. I guess you go on a Zoom with like a, a zookeeper that teaches you about your cockroach. Which you know, I think you don't get oh, to keep it. I think over the years, cockroaches have just had a bunch of bad press. Mm. They've gotten a bad rep. Yeah, you know, I don't think they're all that mean. Um, I think they're just kind of vibing. They've probably been in this city longer than we have, and you know, we're just infringing on their territory. Yeah. Like they've got a right to the space too, and if we can both coexist and live together, I think it'd be a better city for everybody. And I think just normalizing roaches in this way, like, <laughs> yeah. I I think it's good. And I would be totally stoked if my significant other will tell her named named a cockroach. She'll listen to this. And yeah. Go, oh, if she names a cockroach after me, that, that's a. I Do mean, you get I'd the name? Flattered. Do you get the name? Yeah, that's the whole thing. You name it, but I get naming a star. It's beautiful. It's celestial. It's inspiring. It's yeah. aspirational. That makes sense to me. I get naming an endangered creature. Right. It's scarce. It's special. It's da, da, da. Naming a cockroach fundamentally doesn't check any of those boxes. It lasts me. forever, Jackie. <laughs> 
you're just missing the one important part that is last forever. I'll let it go. I will say though, I'll let it go. It does feel like a great gift for like an ex of yours that you're trying to like. Yeah, you name like, a cockroach. Like, you fucking monster! I hate you. I'm naming this cockroach after you. I just paid. <laughs> Yeah. $35 to get You this name cockroach. a cockroach. You name a cockroach after the ex that you broke up with and still texts you every Valentine's Day. That's who you name a cockroach. Do you think after. more people buy this for their loved ones or more buy them for their ex loved ones? Loved ones, for sure. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I think there's a significant amount of people that buy this for their exes, which is a, a it's a tremendous gift for that. It's a tremendous gift either way you look at it. It's on the positive side, it lasts forever, just like just like our love. Or you're a cockroach, and so I named this cockroach after you. And it's just it's just a good idea. And I think they're kind of cute. Yeah, I mean, and they hiss. Tell if you guys are and they hiss. Me. Yeah, look at those little beanies. Look at that cute little beanie you get. This is one of those ideas where you have to wonder how it originated. I agree. And I what agree. you just said, I feel like it it got warped in the client feedback in that like it is so much more conceptually strong to name a cockroach after an ex or all of your exes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some client, some CMO at Bronx Zoo was like, well, we don't want it to be negative. And then you just got to name it after anyone, not an ex. Um, personally but I, that's just how my brain works i'm like how I did we get that. here how did we get here i did just do a quick little google search and there was a, a story from a website called secret nyc it says naming name a hissing cockroach after your ex for valentine's day at the bronx zoo so that's, i don't think that's very nice though. that's uh you know that is um so again it says you can name a cockroach after your loved one or your ex so people yeah I do think it could go either way, and I think yeah. it takes a special type of uh, person, I think, to find this endearing. Yeah. And I oh, think those people are out oh, there. That picture. And uh, I uh, now I know that it's not uh, my wife. It's so Jackie. Scary. What kind of animal would you like Alex to name after uh, you? A bunny. A bunny. a bunny. a bunny. A koala. But none of those animals last forever. <laughs> but it's they're okay. cute. I'd rather Cuddling. have them not last forever for a little while. And to be fair, if we zoomed with a koala. That'd be pretty fun. You'd oh my like, god, that'd be so. You'd cute. be like, oh my god, this is our koala. We just named it. Yeah, that'd be adorable. See, you see how excited she got. Cockroach, peacock. I love peacocks. Peacocks, yeah. Yeah, not quite as peacocks so are my spirit animal. Yeah, that's more of a you know, your my spirit vibe. animal thing. Um, so Jackie's not into it. Kevin and I, I think it's puppy fish. I think it's brilliant. A puppy. You name a puppy. Deer. Name literally, I'm just naming uh, animals because deer, any, any animal. Deer are literally just big rats. They, <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, they're so, they're like they are so like their population's out of control. Like, I can't get over that scene in uh, Yellow Jackets. Or Kevin's not watching that. Know, he is, however, watching Euphoria, which we can all agree last night was the best episode. Done. Give her all the awards. That was yeah, nuts. That was Give her all the awards. Yeah, she deserves it all. She deserves it all. We're not going to turn this into a Euphoria podcast, but if you're not watching Euphoria, but goddamn, what are you doing out there? Yeah. Get it's up on this. The best show yeah. on TV. And last night's episode was excellent. Excellent. Just absolutely groundbreaking, just perfect TV. Um, speaking of TV, um, hard to watch. Hard to watch. Yeah. Very, very um, startling. Stressful. So well acted that it was hard to watch. Incredible. Yeah. Um, it has nothing to do with our next story. No. But speaking of uh, yep. cool colors, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the Euphoria color palette. That's it fair. Is, it is the um, Euphoria color palette. So we have a another campaign, another idea, and it comes from, it's a collaboration of sorts. 
It is a partnership between DoorDash and Shake Shack, and they have the idea to launch a dating site. This story comes from Yahoo Finance. Um, and quote, this February, Shake Shack wants all of our single fans to find love in a hopeless place online. So they've teamed up with DoorDash to help singles find their perfect match over their shared love, assuming that shared love is a chicken sandwich. So to score the free sandwich, single people across the U.S. can upload a selfie to this dating site. They share their personal spice level, then begin tapping on the flame icon to find a sandwich-loving better half. Once they find the match, the app will offer a unique promotional code for a free chicken sandwich from Shake Shack on DoorDash that they can then share with their match. Uh, to top all of that off, customers that have a chance to win a $5,000 DoorDash gift card by sharing a screenshot of their Eat Cute profile. Get it? It's not a Meet Cute. It's an Eat Cute. There's so much going on oh, here. I know. It's like so with many bad players. Guys, that's, that's the thing. That's also the problem with advertising. Let me finish. Like the digital guy comes in and then Let he wants to add his. Come on. I got the digital guy's uh, hashtag, which is Eat Cute with DoorDash and Hashtag it's not even sweepstakes. A, not even a good hashtag. How long is it? So that's I'm, I'm, eat cute with DoorDash. Yep, yep. Eat cute with DoorDash. Oh, and also, I feel like I need to know what agency did it before I start talking shit. But well, this is embarrassing. Well, first off, we can all agree that uh, if you DoorDash a chicken sandwich from Shake Shack, it's gonna suck because it's gonna get all soggy. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Second off, I think this is. Um, would I join this app as a you know? person in a relationship just to get a chicken sandwich yeah do i have to go on a date with them maybe you know i don't know yeah am i am i gonna not go on a date with them the for a chance to win five thousand dollars i don't know it's i think cross that bridge when i get there i think that you with a cool job into food doing it for the joke would be like (laughs) the pick of the litter you know what i mean on this app, but I also, I mean, when I was in advertising, there was this phrase, and it, I don't necessarily think it produces the best work, but it's don't make them think, don't make them work, period. Mm-hmm. Like, they as in the consumer, like, yeah. make it easy for dark. them to digest, but truly, like, you're a brand. You're not their friend. Like, people barely want to get out of bed or text to someone that they know and love. Like, you're asking them to sign up for an app upload a profile picture use a hashtag engage swipe like none of that it's for just such a, tr- a high for a chicken for a, sandwich yeah and you know what like there are people that would do things for a chicken sandwich and there's inherent privilege in the fact that we think that that's not something worth doing free things for but i just think as far as like valentine's day campaigns go yeah i'm not single but a chicken sandwich is a chicken sandwich yeah, I mean a chicken. Listen, we can all agree a Shake Shack chicken sandwich is one of the best chicken sandwiches you can get out there. It's Popeyes, it's Shake Shack. They're right there, one and so two. For Jackie, me. does Alex have your permission to get on this app? No, no apps. I mean, here's the thing. I was on Bumble once. Fun fact: I was on Bumble once, and I did it for networking, and I by accident for months oh, by accident. had it. <laughs> Had it toggled, <laughs> toggled to the one oh. that wasn't networking. Yeah, no, me too. Oh yeah, I, ac- yeah. I accidentally did that once too. Yeah, Whoops. that's so yeah. funny. It happened to coincide with <laughs> yeah. when I was in Miami. Oh yeah, just when I was in Miami, I accidentally toggled that uh, 
that's sw- <laughs> that swipe over to this is getting too real uh from bumble from executive uh looking for coworker friends <laughs> to looking for lovers <laughs> just, ha- just happened to go inside with a <laughs> personal vacation I thought you wanted hot takes. <laughs> it just got spicy. <laughs> that's pretty hot. No. That's it, a pretty hot take. That's pretty hot. I mean, here's what... Bring us back to... Also, this is literally the only people that are going to be populated on these profiles are everyone who worked at the PR company. Everyone every, who worked Everyone the in the creative agency. department. Every, everyone in production. Yeah. And everyone on the brand team. I mean, the fact that they went and made an app in 2022... You know this app sucks. Oh, this app is going to be trash. garbage. And... And Even if it's good, to, to to take the time to create an a, an iPhone app that you're expecting someone to go and download, and then you have to upload to Jackie's point, you have to fill out the fucking profile. You have to cre- you know find a photo. You have to answer a bunch of fucking questions to 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 potentially partner with someone to get a chicken sandwich is just so. No, much I think you work. just sign up and put a selfie. I think that's it. I think that's it. And then you sure, get but like with the amount of money that they spent on this. Mm-hmm. Like such a better idea would just be to have a street team giving out chicken sandwiches and like put people together for like a random first date. Do you know what I mean? Like here, do you want a chicken sandwich? You have to share it. Sure. You know, like you're only giving out halves or something. Whatever it is. Like that brings human connection. It's just like I can't believe they paid to make this app. I hope people find love on this app. Yeah. That's my hope. Can what I if what if this happens? Over food? What if this happens to be like the most successful dating app just by sheer numbers of mm-hmm. like you know they'll probably have like five people or ten people sign up and maybe one of them <laughs> like actually has a relationship. That's probably a pretty good percentage. I'd say it's probably better percentage wise than you know ten percent of users getting a relationship. That'd be that'd on, be huge. On a completely sidebar tangent here. Um, the buffalo chicken sandwich. It does not from look Shake like that. Shack. It's I'm never so looked hungry. like that. It looks so good to me. It, I I do think that I don't think it's going to look quite as beautiful as this photo that I'm looking at right here. But I think it's probably going to be pretty good. Have you I never had it? No, it just came out. Huh. So I'm intrigued by that. I'm certainly not signing up for an app. I mean, it's definitely got. It's definitely wet with sauce. So that's that's the thing. Um, if it, that place is for any of the industry awards, I just no, no, no one is. I, but I agree with you. It's like no one's going to use it. No one's going to even like, and that's why it's such a waste of time and energy and money. I don't know. Meetings. I think like, you want to give out free sandwiches. Give out free sandwiches. I don't know. I think just personally, it. you want. I'm it. in a relationship, and I'm probably going to sign up for this app if I get one free chicken sandwich. But there's probably going to be stipulations, like you know, only with like a twenty dollar order, like. You know, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna just be. I like signed walking. up on the way over. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's not just gonna be. Here's a chicken sandwich. Thanks for signing up. It's y- gonna be like. Yeah. You gotta order with like. I agree. This also, co- the guy that they chose, the stock photo guy that they chose <laughs> to be like a cool guy. Yeah. In the he's got a backwards hat. He's cool. Yeah, he's fucking chill. He's got to look at this. Totally. Kind of thing. That's um, totally a guy that mustache. Women like. He looks like the copywriter. He looks like definitely the guy at the he agency looks that, like the, yeah, <laughs> that, that came up with this whole thing, and they're like, "Cool." I mean, do you know what it, you know what it really is? An intern project? No. DoorDash <laughs> hit up Shake Shack. Shake Shack and DoorDash have some sort of relationship, and DoorDash is like, "We need a, a Valentine's Day concept." Because, like, to be honest, Shake Shack could just do this with like any Bumble or Tinder or any. You know, they could part. They don't need DoorDash. But I guess this feels like just like a partnership that was 
destined or made to happen because of two brands that have a relationship and they have to do something. I don't even think they needed Shake Shack. I think they should have just did like chicken sandwich dating app and then had it be like, mm-hmm. you know, all like, you know, Popeyes and McDonald's or whoever else is in this chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like Wendy's. Alex loves one. Uh, Alex I mean, loves, I love all chicken sandwiches. Are, like, we, you like are we not going to talk about the personal spice level? What? The personal spice level. Oh, that was something that I thought was somewhat interesting. <laughs> that like, that to find a to find a partner, you would need to find out what their uh, level of spice was. Yeah, Kevin, what's your personal spice level? Um, Out of 10, probably like a... Is personal spice level like... What? type of spice you like in your food it's like oh what type of spice i like on my food or how spicy am i no you're spicy but like how she's asking I don't think, no, no the question is, I'd, say, I'd say probably i'd probably say like six six point nine on both scales on oh, both scales yeah, so <laughs> I sick see. nice I see. correct me if i'm wrong here i i read personal spice level as like how spicy you like your food in finding another partner because like in a way, remember you. I think we spent more time thinking about this than the team did. Definitely, you were just talking about how you and I are both creatives. So you and I, um, you know, that's one of the things that our relationship has has we've common ground in the fact that we're both creative people that work in business. Oh, you're okay. Do you think it's like a dating app for people that like spicy food? That was my thought because it's like, what if Kevin or no. someone out there really likes spicy food and they want to find another partner out there? If they don't eat anything spicy, that just, I don't know. That, put that, that, put that, that is not the purpose. Just of this put that app. in your bio. But I think if it's that important to you. Put it in your bio. Okay. To answer your question, though, I read that as <clears throat> lame way to cue sex stuff. Oh, you like their personal spice level? Like they keep it spicy. Yeah. Like are you are you match or are you Tinder? Okay. I guess uh, maybe I was just like, are you down to fuck? You're like a ten. Spice level. Got it. But That's if you're how- here for a relationship, you're like, and like all about monogamy and trying to find your partner on the Shake Shack app, then you're one, you're a two. I read it as like personality wise, how wow. spicy are you? Right. So, so we all read it completely differently. That's a strong concept. That's very good. If we all interpreted differently from the press release. Yeah, we'll have to get it. On a scale the from mayonnaise to spicy mayonnaise, how spicy are you? How spicy are you as a person? Yeah. See, I thought it was actually like. Potential- I'm a 10 and a 10. <laughs> I thought it was actually like maybe a helpful thing to be like, you and I both love hot sauce. And so it's like, we both love really spicy food. So we found each other in this weird fucking dating app that's going to be on the market for one month as Shake Shack promotes a spicy chicken sandwich. I want a pickle meter. I want to, I want to know how many pickles do you, they yeah. like on their sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale to zero to a lot. Yeah. I mean, listen, people are into things. I cannot believe we're so And mayonnaise? About. I, 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 I want a slider for mayonnaise. So I need. Point. I need to know. I need to know the spicy mm-hmm. to the mayonnaise to the pickle ratio. Mm. Uh, what? What your? I agree. Yeah, on total partner. Par- yeah, yeah. If the, why? Why stop at sauce? Yeah. You know why I mean? stop at sauce? Why do you? Yeah. How many? How many pickles do you like? Um, a lot. We're finally gonna move on because Jackie's right. We talked about this more than the, the, all the people the involved team. in this project. <laughs> um, I will say. Last thought. I'm mad at that. <laughs> I'm actually mad at that. It. It. <laughs> Feels like someone had the idea for an eat cute instead of a meat cute, and they're like, "We got to run with that." That's what's good. a meat well, cute? Yeah, exactly. Kevin, oh, Jackie, can oh, you explain to cute? Kevin? It's the moment in a rom com where like she, she stumbles through, she stumbles through the court, like the the college like courtyard, and drops all of her papers, and then 
the hot jock like drop oh, nice. you know and then they they touch hands that's the meet cute oh, okay. or like if she's in an elevator and the other person comes in it's like the moment in the rom-com where the randoms meet for the first time yeah so i guess that's a good pun is advertising just coming up with good puns <laughs> sometimes <laughs> well i think that this is a really good example of like it sounds like the concept came out of the campaign title and like I mean, that's why it looks like intern work. The dating site for sandwich offers. Yeah, this website. Oh my god, it looks awful. Eat cute is strong. That's ten out of ten. Yeah, it's strong. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like someone came up with that idea from a naming perspective, and they're like, "Oh, we got to pursue this because this that's a good idea." Yeah, that's but also pun. like sneak sneak peek behind how advertising actually works. Mm-hmm. They probably had a bucket with nine other great ideas. The client globbed on to the like not great one mm-hmm. and then that's what then gets on the train to get made and then it eventually gets worse and worse and worse and worse and mm. not i've fucking i've clients. hardly ever seen something get stronger fucking clients uh moving on uh the last topic of the day comes from an unexpected place it is from usa today and the brand is build a bear mm-hmm. <laughs> valentine's day as you guys know right around the corner and build a bear wants adults to join in the fun with its new After Dark collection. The website makes customers confirm that they're at least 18 years old or enter before entering the adult collection. And some of the stuffed animals, wait for it, are holding beer or wine. Oh my gosh. No way. Who said stuffed animals were just for kids? Why should they have to have all the fun the Build-A-Bear stuffed animal gift collection as something for everyone, including stuffed animals for adults who are just kids at heart, the website says. Um, some of the plush toys, wait, are in their pajamas Whoa. or boxers. Um, one stuffed animal shirt says, bring on the bubbly. <laughs> well, another one says, it's wine o'clock somewhere. <laughs> also, bears, rabbits, and frogs are, and more are all part of the collection. The Build-A-Bear After Dark Adults Only Collection. <laughs> I, don't. I mean, um, for a name that sounds so scandalous, they've just come up incredibly short. <laughs> right. That's why we have to talk about it. We're all on the same page. Because when something says after dark, yeah. adults collection, I've watched too much porn in my life to not think <laughs> that that's going to be a like. Alex, you don't watch porn. Okay. I have. I have. Seen too much Showtime. I'm just kidding. After, of course he watches porn. That would be dark. so weird if you didn't watch porn. But like, don't you think that when someone says after dark adults only collection, where does your brain go? Yeah. I mean, that's you. Uh, <laughs> it's like if you're going to do it, do it all the way. You know? Correct. Like I want. Or at least a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more yeah the 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 boxers are cool yeah what's underneath those boxers it's the it's the phrases on the shirts that really leave a lot for me (laughs) they leave a lot to be desired like Mm -hmm. bear in the bedroom feels that is that one that, that exists it no, but it's that. like there's so many easy bear puns, like oh. furry puns, like snuggle mm. puns, that it's wine o'clock somewhere feels like that's like the no, that's they, like look, the there's a bear pun right there, mixed bear. 
Yeah, it's a mixed Ugh. berry seltzer. And also, I don't know why alcohol is what cues. Agreed. That's the weirdest That's part of this whole thing. That's interesting, right? Like, yeah. like, maybe we're just too kin focused, but like, I think that. Kin as in kin euphorics. They put them in pajamas and then put alcohol in their Kinda hands. Kind of weird, And that's yeah. not, that's. That's adult, that's adult <laughs> That's adulting, time. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, total, yeah, it says cue the love jams or Barry White music and dim the lights, which I assume is innuendo for sex. But this bear is wearing like very like non-sexual pajamas and it has. But a, she has lashes. And she's got eyelashes, but she also has a mixed berry seltzer, berry seltzer. That's so, a pretty good package design, though. <laughs> it's not call that out. With a yeah. little paw. It's yeah. got a little paw. I mean, it's better than a lot of seltzers out there. Is this what? Are they all holding alcohol? Yeah. Is this every what, single not one everyone? Of them? I think it can. Let's it see. can. You can add it as like an accessory yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is just so bizarre to me that these adult collection after dark accessories are all just. Bears in their pajamas. See, or I kind of had boxers. some. I had some kind of high Sad hopes pajamas. for um, that first one, the one with the heart around its rose. Because yeah. there's this like there's this meme going around that's like, uh, it's I don't know, it's like a reel or a TikTok filter that like mm. turns your face into like or your it turns your head into a chair, <laughs> and then so it's like oh sit on my yeah it's like a yes. oh I've got a seat for you and then it, uh, they like transform. So I th- that's where my mind went, but. Then it's just a heart, and there's no chair, and there's nothing to even signify chair. So <laughs> that would imply now that I'm just is, like, geez, yeah. That would be uh, like if there were cool kids on the mm-hmm. on the build a bear. Kevin's brain is so warped from TikTok that he yeah. thought that the bear had a chair. But I mean, at least to that point, like it would be a little bit after dark, like sexy. Yeah, this literally build a bear is just bears and cats. With wine, they all, they all have. You don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't need this. You don't need this to um, have. You don't need the after dark collection to get fucked up and horny with your build a bear. <laughs> you just put one of those little speakers in it, and you just whisper some like, you know, "Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear." You know, like whatever that song is, like, like <laughs> say some fucked up shit into that like microphone thing, and then you know. It's sexy with your build a bear. Some are holding beer or wine. Yeah, this one has like champagne and a champagne glasses. The other one says rose over roses, and it looks like it just came straight from Pinterest. Yeah. Like, why are these all so oddly like targeting? Who is this for? Yeah, who is, that's, this, is this for children? That's no, that, it's for, no, it's, it's, for adults. For the, it's like to get the moms and the dads that come in for the kids, right? That's. I assume that they're targeting. A guy or gal that wants. Well, like that's not even. Hey, <laughs> cab bear, nay. This. <laughs> okay. So I need to set it up. So- We're looking at a build a bear that's an actual bear, like a bunny, and it's not wearing pajamas or bedtime clothes. It's just wearing a t shirt that says it's wine o'clock somewhere. It has wine in one hand and a cab bear, nay, wine bottle, which. I gotta say that that packaging is pretty decent. That they did works. a good job on the packaging. Yeah, these, uh, fake alcohol. I I think my my biggest question is again <laughs> like back to the origin. Did they just want to launch a line that was for adults, and then they were like, "Ooh, we'll call it the After Dark and align it with Valentine's Day." It's like yes, I think you're right. I think it's just because it's not on theme. Because I guess if you're buying something for your, you know, significant other who is a 
big time wine drinker or is an alcoholic. If you're a significant, if your partner is an alcoholic and it's funny to make jokes about that, then buy them a, a teddy bear that makes a wine that that plays up their wine love. It's also just like. But I think the problem is that they named it After Dark. Yeah. Because After Dark implies something sexual. The kids I, go to bed. The kids go to bed and you break out the wine. Yeah, it implies uh it implies more than more than just weird t shirts. Yeah. And seltzers. I mean, they've really gone deep into that it. one looks sexy. That one does kind of look sexy. Right? And that's got the silk pajamas Wait, on. Wait, well, this one says something about crepes. What does that have to do with it? I like the that? crepe out of you. <laughs> they just literally went on like Cafe Press and like looked at all the <laughs> fucking worst t shirts. All with all the puns. What does a crepe have anything to do with love? And it it's a, just it's a sounds pun, like Alex. crap, Alex. Oh, I like the crepe out of you, but that has nothing to do with bears or anything. The shirt should say "fuck me in my crepe hole." Listen, just because. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Oh, oh no, Kevin! No. Uh, I just okay. I think the biggest no, Kevin. That was totally appropriate. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna call it after dark, you know, come on. Yeah, yeah they they need to get more sexy with these bears, but I guess maybe they. <laughs> they they didn't that didn't get through. Bear down keep, bear down and bone me. Yeah. But also like just because it's out in the world doesn't mean that it was done excellently. Like mm-hmm. I still I actually to pull it back a little bit, I think it's a good idea. But again, I think it falls in the execution. Like can't keep my paws off of you or like something mm. sexual but still bear related. Like mm. feels like they just need a little more time on the copywriting. I think that bear needs to bulge in those underwear. <laughs> An eggplant, <laughs> and like they shouldn't be holding like wine bottles and and champagne. Like if they're concerned about like setting a bad precedent for kids, like putting alcohol in every in every ad- adult build a bear's hand is just. I think the line wait. that they're making is that kids love build a bears, but adults don't love build a bears because they got nothing to do with boozing, and so to get <laughs> you know adults love booze, and so to get them into build a bears. But uh, puts a, puts a, put a hard seltzer in its hand, and there it goes. Everyone knows totally. that booze and love go hand in hand. Yeah. Totally. I think you're right, Jack. Totally. Also, they probably had like a number of ideas for different bears and puns, and like most of them were too suggestive and something that they didn't feel comfortable with. And the only ones that they felt even remotely worked or were okay were the alcoholish, you know, type puns or the things about like boozing after dark. And again, it's just it's just bad naming. But also, like, I like the crepe out of you. Who approved that? Yeah. You only need five on things like this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, yeah. Kev, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess Kev's I, the center copywriter, I, I guess, amongst many other things. I guess, uh, Jack, and here's the question, and I'm just going to fire through some things really quickly. Yeah. Um, if I came home with a Build-A-Bear that said, um, it's one o'clock somewhere, not, 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 not feeling it. I mean, for so many reasons, no. So here we go. I can't get her a cockroach. <laughs> I he can't get on the app to get a free chicken. I can't sandwich. get on the app to get a free chicken sandwich. No, Lush is not bougie or not luxe enough. Probably. No, you could totally buy me Lush. I could buy you Lush. Um, what if I buy you a breadstick bouquet from Little Caesars? I do love carbs. Okay, so that so that's got. To be honest, it's pretty fucking cool. It Little is, Caesars yeah. breadstick this is, bouquet. I think the best one. Really, you think this is the best one? 
Cool. Well, it's like relevant to who they are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't try to be anything else. Yeah. It's well executed. Yeah. And it like it is what it is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not the after dark bouquet. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like we're little Caesars, pizza, pizza. Like here's some breadsticks. Pizza, like, pizza. You know? Yeah, yeah. Those are such a good idea because all they needed to do was make that little like cone thing. Yeah. yeah. It looks like flowers. Yeah. That's exactly. all. Exactly. And, and I will say the outer box is particularly kind of sweet with the window. Um but I agree. It's uh this one works for me. Um, and now I know that Jack is uh, into it. Who knows? Maybe yeah. get her some. Hey, lucky you. Um, Can't wait. The industry is a pizza place in Williamsburg. Their uh, their pizza maker actually does wedding officiating, uh, wedding officiating, and so they decided to turn their pizza shop into a chapel for Valentine's Day. Um, Jack, uh, do you want to renew our vows? At uh, the industry, you guys should. You get two free pizzas or two pizzas, six hundred bucks. You get two pizzas. I think a photographer. Maybe you bring your own photographer. I don't know. No, the photographer was included. Six hundred bucks for two pizzas, renewing vows, and uh, you also get some soft serve ice cream. Oh, their soft serve is off the chain. Yeah, Kevin's been talking about this place. He says they this have the place best is pizza so good, in Brooklyn. Yeah. And really? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing. I haven't been to I haven't been to all the pizza spots, so my 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 frame of reference is pretty. Um, it's not, you know, the wealth of pizza I've eaten is not nearly, is nearly enough. It's on like South third. It's in Williamsburg. And Kevin's not the only one. People, um, have been saying that this is one of the top 10 places to get pizza. Huh. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's up there. And, uh, they're, mar- they're getting, they're marrying people. People of pizza. Mm-hmm. People love love. Yep. Eloping is big right now. Eloping yeah. is hot right now. Right. Yeah, of course. I mean, I feel like there's never been more elopements. In this past two years? That was one of my questions. I wondered if people would actually, like, you say you can get it, you get married at the industry. Do people actually do it? I don't know. Um, pizza has we'll an see. idea for a spicy pizza. You ready for it, Kevin? It's got pepperoni and red hot chili flakes. This is that. dumb. <laughs> Literally, that's every it's pizza. There's just pepperoni with red hot pepper flakes. They just did a logo. And then to round it out here, KFC has a chicken sandwich pillow. Um, basically a giant no. uh, piece of merch <laughs> that is uh, a pillow that looks like a uh, the, K- the KFC sandwich. After Dark chicken sandwich pillow. The yeah. sandwich snuggler. Yeah. I mean, it looks pretty snuggly. Um, it looks like a giant like uh, bean bag that you can uh, you can buy for um, $100. Um, you know, KFC usually does pretty good stuff with their brand like extensions. Yeah. And I don't mind this. It's fine. No. Oh, it's a it's a partnership with Pillow Pets. Yeah. What's that? Um, it's like a nostalgic '90s like pillow pillow company. as pets. I had one. Okay. Well, I guess that's kind of cool. Got it. And I you- had one. I was obsessed with it. Cool. So you got this. Giant it does look ass- pretty comfy. Like it, it seems like it would actually be like kind of a useful pillow to have. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. I think the collab makes sense. Cool. I think this entire this entire pod is like a, a it's it's an exercise in execution, right? Like any of these ideas could be good or bad. Mm. What do you think about stuffed launching new? Uh, What's the fucking stuff? Sorry, puffs. Puffs. Stuffed puffs. Puffs are the marshmallow company, and they have marshmallows that have chocolate on the inside. Of them. I mean, this might be too straight of an answer, but it's it's literally like a. It's a reason to actually innovate on your brand and product. Like, it happens to be Valentine's Day, but it's like, this is what people are doing all over Pinterest anyway. Mm. 
You know, they're all trying to make like these beautiful concoctions and like hot toddies and things like that. Yeah, chocolate filled marshmallows are pretty dope. I gotta say, right? It's like a reason to actually yeah. drop something. I feel like all yeah. the stuff. If you're at Muji, pick those ones up. They're good. Can I tell you something? Muji has. Yeah, they've got really good snacks. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm. The more you know. Yeah, I do. I agree with you, Jack. Like, it does feel like a really interesting uh, proposition, innovation in the marshmallow space to stuff that marshmallow with something else. Which ain't no way those marshmallows are hearts. That's what uh, I'm those things. No, no, they're gonna be like fucking. They're gonna be blobs. But really? They'll they'll be like two or three in the in the bag that look like that. Um, for this, uh, you're probably mar- right. These marshmallows they offer a s'mores recipe that you can make in your air fryer. Can I say one thing really quickly, completely unrelated, in a very weird way to end this podcast? What? As someone who watches. TikTok a little bit more. I have never seen so many people using air fryers. Yeah. You're, you're late to the wave. I I people yeah, you are late. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying like TikTok is 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 selling air, they must be selling hundreds and thousands of air fryers oh, every pushing minute. Them. Uh, whoever is behind the algorithm is is pushing air fryers hard. I mean, they actually, they're actually kind of sick. Like I I want I'm not going to lie. You want I, one? No, I I I had one for a little bit. Yeah. My roommate, one of my roommates had it. It was pre-pandemic and uh you know, yeah. we I got a lot of use out of it. It's great for like kale chips and like, you know. What but, does it taste like? Uh It's not like totally fried, but like it, it, it's like kind of in the middle between baked and fried. So you get a good crunch, you get good like you get good crisp. I don't know. So like I if you really, put like a crinkle cut frozen french fry. It would it would it would do it really good. It would do it really good. Yeah, it'd probably do it better than an oven. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I see eggs going in the air fryer. Yeah. I see everything. Yeah, going. they're putting... Should I, get an, should I get Alex an air fryer for Valentine's Day? Kind of sounds like he wants one. To be honest. It does sound like he wants one. He doesn't talk about things <laughs> that he wants they're very super, often. They're super easy, too. Like, they're... I mean, everything you see online is like, you know, oh, this is so easy. And, like, it kind of seems like it might be bullshit, but they are they are pretty easy. They yeah. are pretty easy. Yeah. It looks super easy. You just kind of fucking... It's like a, a handle to a dresser. You just kind of open it up. You throw a bunch of shit in there, and you just close the door, and it fucking fries. Oh, yeah. we, we uh, know what Alex is getting. I, <laughs> that's why I had you here, Jack. It's yeah. been a long con to just get you onto the podcast to tell you that I want an air fryer for Valentine's Day. Listen, it's better than me. It's better than me guessing. To be honest. Get him a cockroach. <laughs> that's also coming. Um, cockroach air fryer and the it's wine o'clock somewhere build a bear yeah well i'm so glad that we did this happy valentine's day to you baby well thank you jackie for coming to the pod the yeah, number one podcast on. in latvia shout thanks out to all of our me. listeners mm-hmm. jackie we'll we'll come back come back and we'll talk about some other um, love moment or maybe we'll just make this a tradition each year you come on and talk about valentine's day and brands and uh give some details about our uh, our relationship Maybe they'll fun. invent another. Well, what's that other uh, fucking? What's that other made-up holiday? Um, sweetest day? Is that a thing? What? I don't know what that is? Oh, maybe that's a Midwest thing. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. What is sweetest, sweetest day? day? I don't know. Google it. <laughs> sweetest day. <laughs> it's this holiday that's celebrated in Midwestern U.S. and Florida. Wait, what? Celebrated in Midwest parts of Northeastern U.S. and in Florida on the third Saturday in October. It is a day to share romantic deeds or expressions and acts mm-hmm. of charity and kindness. This is another episode. Sweetest day. Have you ever heard yeah, of this? Yeah, we got we to gotta end this. No. 
It's too close to your birthday, though. Yo, Kev, you have the Midwest has its own fucking Valentine's Day holiday yeah. fucking spinoff. Yeah, and we, Florida. We gotta we gotta land this plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the mo- I mean, this is the most. I'm about to hit the. I'm I'm gonna hit the button. I'm shocked. We're the at, sweetest we're at day of the year, October 14th in 1922. We've uh, uh, <laughs> there's another Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's too close to You're your welcome. birthday. It's only being celebrated in the Midwest and in Florida. You're, you're welcome, Jackie. You get wow. another. You get another day. He's more of a romantic than I am. Don't let don't let him fool any of y'all. Wow, people are saying it's another Hallmark card or a concocted promotion created by the candy industry to increase sales of sweets. All right, I'm turning this recorder off. Holy shit! There's another. There's a secret. I know, but Midwest Valentine. This is gonna, this is even gonna make the pod. I'm, Sweetest I, I've day. Already, no, this has to stay in, Kevin. No, dude, I gotta, the people need to know. I got to go. It's like 7.30. No, I get you have to go, but don't cut this out. This is juicy stuff. You just broke my brain. The, the, the Midwest and Florida have their own second. I'm just going <laughs> to clap you off. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> my name is Cupid Valentino, the Martin Day Cupid, and I just want to say one thing. Happy Valentine's Day. I don't think y'all heard me. I just want to say Happy Valentine's Day. Can y'all dig that? Now, when arrows don't penetrate, see. For your heart now, and he won't miss you. But that's alright, y'all won't believe in me anyway. But Some kind of...
friend. 